SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. 10 minutes after 10, this is the Late Night Conversations. We are joined now by uh, Professor Bruce Milado, who's a scientist at the University of Witwatersrand. And we're going to be looking at uh, the possible surge in uh, the COVID-19 cases in Gauteng specifically. Thank you very much for joining us, Professor Milado. Hi, thanks for having me. Professor Milado, we are looking at uh, the holiday season that's about to uh, come to an end for a lot of people. And um, a lot of people are going to be coming back to the hub of Gauteng where they um, go back to work. What are the expected cases or the spike in the COVID-19? That's a very good question. We've been worried about this issue for quite some time now. And uh, we have been raising awareness of um, the impact of having a large number of people coming back from provinces that uh, could have uh, a surge in the number of cases as it is happening now. So we're certainly being ready for this eventuality in terms of our ability to calculate and the methodologies that were developed in order to uh, basically establish a baseline of uh, a minimum number of people that we would expect uh, come back. Now, unfortunately, um, this is happening at a time when uh, certain provinces such as uh, KZN uh, is basically fast approaching its peak or in the middle of it, and, and that's a time when people are actually coming back uh, into the province. So, indeed, um, I mean, since we were... Um, basically thinking about the problem and and developing uh, some methodologies, we basically were able to gather the necessary data uh, from different data providers such as Google or Apple uh, or Facebook that are constantly providing indexes of mobility uh, in different um, provinces and districts and so on uh, for us to basically start estimating and uh, were able to basically pass to the province and to the uh, provincial government an estimate of how many people we would expect uh, to bring the virus from other uh, locations. Now, since you sit um, as the leader for the team that uh, looks at the COVID-19 advisory committee in Gauteng, what are some of the uh, patterns that you have viewed in Gauteng just before we went into this um, uh, level three? Right. So uh, level three was reinstated um, last Monday, um, and that was the result of uh, obviously a tough decision that uh, central government had to take uh, with obviously consultations with the province and including uh, feedback from our committee. So it was clear at the time that um, the number of um, cases was growing too rapidly and that a sudden change in behavior was needed in order to bring it uh, to a level where uh, we would not overwhelm the the healthcare system. Uh, As far as our province was concerned, uh, we were quite concerned about the um, fast creation of hotspots. So these are clusters of positive cases in relatively small geographical locations, and that's a sign uh, that the uh, that the pandemic is growing fast. 
um, when we were um, in in between the two surges, the one that we had first uh, that peaked around mid-July, and the one we're having now, we had an interim period where there were very few hot spots that were basically coming up episodically. Uh, but then when they started to grow, that's what we realized that we were basically facing a second surge. So, and then obviously central government had to um, arrive at the conclusion that reinstating level three was the best option at the time. You know, when we were in uh, lockdown level five and four, interprovincial travel was not permitted. Now, with the new surge of COVID-19, in fact, the new strain, do, do, don't we feel that perhaps uh, looking at the current pattern, that uh, perhaps it would call for um, a, a government to close interprovincial travel uh, and, and, and ensure that the... the the, the, the virus is, is contained within provinces and managed within provinces because Gauteng is going to expect quite high numbers as uh, people come back for work. Right. And you see, um, obviously, policymakers have to collect information from, from many different kinds of experts and, um, and arrive at some balanced solution. Um, the different options uh, have been considered and discuss within the province as to how to deal with this issue. But of course, you know, one has to be cognizant of the fact that um, while you have quite a number of people outside the province, uh, you know, having them uh, being stranded uh, elsewhere certainly creates a logistic uh, problem that basically turns the solution to be more complex than, than what you actually want to solve. So um, level three, I mean, if, if you think carefully about how level three was redefined and, and fine-tuned, this level three is slightly different from the level three that was um, put in place back in, um, I think it was uh, July, August, uh, I believe. Um, and, and one of the things, of course, that, that, um, uh, that was, there were basically a number of differences. Uh, and one of them basically pertains to uh, interprovincial movement. So um, I, I believe it was obviously there were many people that were many stakeholders that were consulted to understand what the implications of, of basically having people stranded elsewhere be and for how long and where would they be sitting and what kind of uh, basically travel you would be inflicting on people that uh, would have been better to basically through proper screening and. Uh, and roadblock um, uh, scrutiny as it is going on right now, that, that would have been the, the better and most effective option. Now, we are expecting the number to increase for COVID-19, um, do, in, in Gauteng especially, and specifically in Gauteng. Do, how, how can we perhaps curb it? How can we perhaps, as, as much as we are anticipating it, how can we ensure that Gauteng does not become the epicenter once again of COVID-19 cases. Would it help for us to have testing centers um, on our borders as, as people drive into the province? Would it help to ensure that people are, um, are self-isolated as they enter into the province? What is it that we can do, uh, Professor? Okay, so right now we are in the middle of a... Of a uh, uh, level three uh, lockdown. So basically, this means that a lot of uh, activities of leisure gatherings, in particular, are prohibited, um, uh, both in, both indoors and outdoors. So obviously, and also as a, 
uh, President Ramaphosa already indicated in his speech back on Monday um, that the, the non-compliance, like for instance not wearing a mask in public, is now taken much more seriously by law enforcement agencies. So uh, this poll is basically intended so uh, in order for people, should they enter with a, with a virus, because it's really very difficult to test everyone that comes in. You can screen and you can't ask our law informing agencies are now uh, enforcing, which is basically uh, ensure that uh, vehicles that come into the province are compliant with COVID-19 regulations. But of course, it's very difficult to screen every single person that comes in given the sheer numbers. So uh, essentially, the, the, the compromise was found uh, that within the ecosystem of a, a refined level three, as more people will come in, hopefully they will stay in their houses uh, or they go to work where there are stringent uh, regulations in regard to social distancing and, and whatnot. As we know, uh, the, the social distancing regulations have been quite successful uh, in the workplace, and that's and, and actually one can argue on the basis of science that is the case because we're able to bring the cases uh, down to relatively small numbers a day, around two to 400 uh, cases a day in Hauteng, while people would go to work. So it's clear that uh, those regulations seem to be working in the, in the workplace. So the hope is, and of course we are making measurements as, as we speak, and we are looking at the numbers on a daily basis, is that when uh, folks uh, come in, uh, they encounter themselves in a situation where we have a lockdown, a lockdown level three, where activities of leisure and social activities are uh, seriously curtailed, and that will allow the, to suppress and to curb the, uh, the potential um, acceleration that otherwise those cases would bring uh, to the uh, growth of the pandemic in the province. So we're currently, and you're asking a very good question, we're currently looking at every single piece of data that we can get hold of, and we're basically doing having meetings on a daily basis to ensure that we're able to uh, to arrive at that equilibrium that we, would have, that we hope to have, which is basically having people go in, as we know, with, uh, with the COVID, but at the same time being able to, uh, to curb of the spread of, of the virus uh, that is brought by those individuals. A-teamers, we are talking uh, to Professor Bruce Melado, who's at the University of Vatisrand, and he's a scientist there. We are looking at the possible uh, surge of COVID-19 cases in uh, Gauteng as uh, the holiday season ends, and this is something that is anticipated within the month of January. Please do interact with us. The number to dial is 011-714-2006. You can also WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. SMSs, send them to 413. Perhaps as an A-teamer, you are listening right now and you've just come back from the Eastern Cape, from Limpopo, from KZN, from the Western Cape on holiday and you are back in Gauteng. And perhaps you want to give us some advice on what you've been doing to ensure that you are safe while on holiday. I think that's one of the things that would help us. Please do dial in 011-714-2006. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. Late Night Conversations. 
22 minutes after 10, so it's 22.22, and this is uh, Late Night Conversations on 104 to 107 Nationwide as we lead the conversation, SAFM. My name is Patricia Ntuli, and we are still looking at the issue of COVID-19 increasing within the month of January, being a real, real concern for Gauteng. This is something that uh, Dr. Uh, Professor Bruce Milado from the University of Witwatersrand is uh, assisting us to understand uh, Professor Malado also sits on the province's COVID-19 advisory committee and is leading the team studying the virus patterns in the province of Gauteng. Please do call in on 011-714-2006 to weigh in on the conversation. Alternatively, SMS on 41391. I'd like to hear from you if you are planning on traveling into Gauteng and what measures you are going to be taking to ensure that um, you are safe and those around you are safe. The WhatsApp number is 0614-104-107. On the line, I've got Sivile, who's in Pretoria, Good evening, Sivile. How are you? I'm um, good, thanks. How are you? Ah, Atima, I'm, I'm strong, positive for the new year, but this COVID-19 has <laughs> got me on my toes. Yeah, I'm a survivor as well. Uh, listen, I just have one or two things that I would like to ask uh, the, the guest there tonight. I see that the, the stats keep escalating with this new strain, I think they call it, of COVID. Now, when we started uh, this whole COVID thingy in, in last year, it was discouraged for people to actually test. There was rather screening, and only if you had certain symptoms would you go and then test. My question now is, are we now testing more people? Is that why we're seeing an escalation in numbers? And what percentage of those that are tested actually come out positive at the, at the end of the day? So that we, we get these this figures, some sort of perspective as, as to what we're looking at. Are we testing more now than we did before? And what percentage of those that are tested actually end up being positive uh, for this corona thing? Thank you very much, Sivile. Let me allow Professor Milado to respond. Professor? Hi. Uh, that, that's a very good question indeed. Uh, the testing strategies and how these affect numbers has always been a, a, a point of debate. Uh, among modelers and, and whatnot. So uh, I'm looking at the graph right now. We have that on our uh, dashboard. So the number of tests that are performed uh, now per week is very similar to that uh, of the uh, of the peak back in uh, mid-July. Um, and um, the last numbers that we are seeing is that the, the positivity rate is above 30%, which is it's relatively high, which basically indicates that we are in the middle of a, of, of a surge. So I'm not aware, I'm not an expert in this particular aspect. I mean, my, uh, my, my field of expertise is in modeling, but I'm not aware of any significant change uh, in, in procedures that people follow uh, to allow uh, testing or to suggest uh, testing as far as I'm concerned. Now, in regard to the to the second strain, so uh, obviously this is a, a, a complex question that requires a detailed study and measurement, uh, but in, in anticipation of these issues, in anticipation of the fact that we know the viruses mutate and are constantly changing, and also other factors such as how people move, uh, is, is something that changes quite rapidly. It's a very dynamic system. We, we took the, the concerted decision to uh, update our modeling uh, very often, so make, it, make the modeling dynamic enough so as to absorb all these uh, factors into the modeling. So these things are effectively 
uh, implicitly already uh, in our modeling. A-teamers, we are looking at uh, the new uh, trend of uh, COVID-19 cases that are expected to increase within uh, the Gauteng province uh, due to uh, influx after the holiday season. Please do interact with us and ask your questions. We've got uh, Professor Bruce Milado, who sits on uh, the provinces, Gauteng province's COVID-19 advisory committee and is leading the team studying the virus patterns in Gauteng. The number to dial is 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. Professor, schools are set to open on the 27th of January. Now, this is when we are also expecting a huge increase of uh, the numbers of COVID-19 cases in Gauteng. Would you, as a person who's studying the pattern of the virus in the province, would you advise that schools open regular, as in students go into classes, or would you advise that we rather take the approach of the online learning until um, we have managed to see the pattern flatten in terms of the infection rate? That's a very good question, and and, uh, different countries affect the problem differently, and it's a highly debated uh, subject uh, as well. Now, uh, it, you know, believe it or not, for a pandemic like ours, a few weeks is an eternity <laughs> because uh, things change quite rapidly and, um, and, and we're basically working around the clock uh, trying to ensure that we understand what's going on on the ground. So the data really is telling us what's, what's really going on there. So right now, uh, especially this coming week, it's extremely important because uh, that this data is going to tell us uh, what kind of equilibrium will be established between the level three lockdown, which is basically restricted, restrict social interactions, and the influx, uh, influx of new people. So what we have seen so far in the past uh, week, which is essentially the aftermath of uh, Christmas celebrations, we have seen, despite uh, those celebrations, that the growth of the number of cases has uh, slowed down uh, visibly already. Uh, we cannot, of course, uh, say hurrah and we're done and, and the job is done. But it, it's clear that in, in this complex situation where there is a lot of social interaction due uh, to, uh, to festivities, the lockdown three, as it has been defined uh, as of last week, seems to be having a serious effect. Now we have to add to it the fact that we have an influx of people. So this coming week is absolutely essential and will basically tell us what's going to happen in the few uh, weeks to come. So uh, at, at this point in time, uh, it's essential that we uh, look at the data very carefully, apply the best modeling and the best analytics that, that we have at hand, uh, and be able to respond as, as quickly uh, as possible in order for policymakers to basically uh, make a decision as to what's going to happen then. So I believe it or not, it's it's a really long way before uh, before that. So uh, I don't think the policymakers at the moment are willing to say this is what's going to happen before we really understand the numbers uh, to the level where we can conclude uh, uh, that we have controlled or not uh, the pandemic uh, around mid-January. Well, uh, Professor, thank you very much for joining us. And I do really hope that we'll be able to uh, talk again around uh, the patterns of COVID-19 in Gauteng um, as as we look at them more and more within the month of January. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. That was Professor Bruce Milado from the University of Witwatersrand. He's a scientist there and he's also the province's COVID-19 advisory uh, committee and is leading the team studying the virus patterns in Gauteng.